Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio, and today's episode is going to be all about why I decided to get blood work done, talking about my experience with balancing out my hormones, and then diving into a little bit of a Q&A, and I know that some of you are coming to this episode wanting some am- answers when it comes to your own personal hormones, and I do want to throw out that I am by no means a medical doctor, and this podcast is just more so here for me to share my experience and isn't to be used for um, following exact protocols. So this is more so just me going through my experience. Um, I don't necessarily want you to copy anything that I was doing for yourself um, without discussing that with your physician. Now, let's kind of go over why I decided to get blood work done because a lot of people will look at me and assume, well, she looks healthy, so she must be healthy on the inside. And I've used this analogy a handful of times before, but that is the car analogy. You can look at a car on the outside and think, you know, it has no bumps, it has all its wheels, it looks like there's no cracks or anything, Um, the car must be good and it must be running well. But then when you look at the hood of the car and you bring it up, you notice on the inside that maybe the engine is off or the electric is off or there's just some wiring that's done a bit wrong. You can't tell on the outside if you're truly healthy on the inside and This is like my biggest pet peeve too, whenever people will just look at um, bodybuilders or even just thin people or even overweight people and just jump to conclusions and say they're healthy or they're not healthy because you don't really know. And also like the definition of health should also encompass internal health and we don't want to just focus on the outside. Okay, so why did I decide to get blood work done? I had been through multiple competition preps since 2015, and 2019 was the year where my eyes were opened. Um, It was a year where my body wasn't responding, regardless of how hard I was dieting and how hard I was pushing myself, and um, I was getting sick all the time, and I was really confused on what was going on. And, you know, post-show was hard for me. Not hard for me to stick to my reverse or anything, but it was more so hard for me to feel normal and for me to feel healthy after. And I decided to get some blood work done months after my competition. I think it was around seven or eight months post-show. And here's the first thing. If you're a competitor, do not get blood work done a month after your competition. It takes some time. And whenever you're in any sort of dieting phase, it's normal to see some sort of downregulation in the thyroid. Now, we're not talking like extreme downregulation where it's completely burnt out, but we're talking some slight, you know, um, downregulation. Alongside with, don't get blood work done if you just came off the pill or you just went on the pill. Like, it's just not going to be the most accurate representation of where your hormones are at. Now, 
I am not on birth control, so that was not a variable that I had to worry about. And I haven't been on birth control since 2016. It's been a minute. So for me, I just wanted to um, have some idea of where my numbers were currently at because even in my reverse, and this isn't to scare any of you guys from reverse dieting, but in my reverse diet, my body was gaining weight on pretty low calories. I was gaining weight on like 1500 calories and I'm 5'6 so I'm a taller female and I was just like this is so bizarre like my body's never responded this way before so when I got my panels back what I saw was really high cortisol um, really low vitamin d and then my thyroid hormones were actually okay because you have t3 and t4 and tsh those all were normal Um, testosterone was normal but then my estrogen to progesterone ratio was bad Um, and what that means is my progesterone was so low which means my estrogen was very high which explained a lot of things Um, high estrogen is related to you know painful periods difficulty with losing weight you also might find that you have more anxiety and you're more irritable Um, you also might find that you hold fat in more estrogen dominant areas. So I already had a lot of those symptoms. Like I felt like my anxiety was on the higher end. I felt like I was gaining fat quicker and it was at a, uh, an odd rate. Um, I also had really painful periods, really heavy periods. So I had all the signs for estrogen dominance, um, cortisol, was something that was super high and I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm a high stress person but that's the other thing too is you can say you're not a high stress person and then you get your cortisol back and it's really high so again perception isn't everything Um, that's why you can't look at yourself and just say well my hormones are good I swear and you actually have to get blood work done to figure that out Um, Other things we talked about were vitamin D. So vitamin D, when low, can cause depression-like symptoms. And I wouldn't say that I have depression, but there are times where I feel like um, my my sadness is heightened. Um, And living in Florida, you would think, oh, she has to get plenty of vitamin D. But I'm really white, like super pale, and I don't really sit out and tan because I don't want to increase my risk for skin cancer. Whenever I'm tan, like nine times out of ten, it's going to be some sort of rub-on tan. I just don't want to like burn my skin or age it or put myself at risk for skin cancer. Um, And my vitamin D was very, very low. Um, last thing too, is just insulin. I know that I didn't mention this earlier, but insulin is just basically where your blood glucose is at. And I did do my, my tests fasted and, um, that's we'll we'll dive into like fasted versus fed, but, um, my insulin was a little bit high too, which if estrogen is high, it also means your ability to regulate your blood glucose is going to be altered as well, where you aren't going to be as efficient to do that. So that's a lot. That's a lot of, of things going on with me. And I am actually working with a coach right now. Um, I, I know that I've talked about working with a previous coach, um, Paul, and I'm actually not working with him. I haven't worked with him since 
my last um, prep, I just decided to, you know, close the door and, and move on and, and move on to someone who focuses more so on um, your, your health in its entirety and has more knowledge when it comes to hormones. And that's really what I want to learn more about too, is when I'm investing in coaches, I want to invest in someone who I feel like I can learn more from. And so, you know, I feel like Paul and I, we had a great run, but now um, I'm really excited to be working with Coach Adam from See You Later Leaner. And together, you know, we figured out a protocol on where to put my supplementation. I already knew with my stress being so high that that meant I wouldn't be able to work out as often. My intensity of my workouts would have to be lower. Um, I understood that we had to incorporate some stress supplementation, But the biggest thing here that Adam and I were focused on was decreasing my estrogen. So we have a lot of supplements that promote liver health and um, digestive health alongside with just um, increasing natural progesterone. And um, we also have some like vitamin D supplementation as well. I, you know, invested in these supplements and I've also invested in this blood work and I think I honestly spent around a hundred dollars in supplementation and that would last maybe around six weeks and then um, the blood work that I purchased was around 200 for that first set of labs so I know that that is an investment but you should be investing in your health um, and we're also going to dive into the Q&A talking about like if you can get it covered through your insurance um, but you know these supplements are are probably going to come out of pocket. And I honestly just purchased everything through Amazon. So I was on um, Vitex, which is uh, Vitex Chastaberry. Vitex is the brand. Uh, that is supposed to help promote your natural progesterone and just overall um, like female fertility health. I also had a, a GDA, which is a glucose disposal agent, which is to help with my insulin being really high. I had that vitamin D in place. I had, I can never say this one, it's calcium deglucurate, which is supposed to promote liver health. Um, Ashwagandha, which is supposed to help with stress. And then NAC, which I don't know the extension of that name off the top of my head. I probably should have had my pill bottles by me, but that was also to help um, you know, push out any sort of excess estrogen within your my gut. And that's the thing with estrogen dominance is if you're constipated, that's another sign that you could have estrogen dominance. Again, this is not to diagnose you, but it's just more so, you know, things to keep your eye on. I didn't struggle with any sort of constipation. My digestion is actually really regular. However, if you have estrogen dominance and you're not going to the bathroom frequently, that can just lead to it getting stuck in your gut. And that also leads to um, having some bloating and even further GI issues. So we did all this supplementation for quite some time. I think it was around two or three months long of just supplementing. My workouts went from five to six days a week down to just four to five days a week. And then my RPE was down. So that means I wasn't doing really high intensity workouts. I was probably around a six for majority of my workouts. 
Um, and then for cardio, I wasn't doing any high intensity cardio, very low intensity. I would basically just walk. Um, other things too, is I was sleeping around 10 hours a night, which I know that's not going to be feasible for everyone, but with me setting my own schedule and working for myself, I've been able to, you know, get a lot of sleep. And that's like, that was actually kind of hard because my, um, my boyfriend wakes up early and he would say like, like, how can you be tired if you're sleeping so long? But when you're someone who is burnt out and your cortisol's like really high, like that's the only thing that I can think about is feeling burnt out you're going to feel tired. And that was like a sign of having high cortisol was just feeling tired all the time. Um, despite, you know, having a lot of sleep. Um, the other thing that I worked on with my cortisol was not having any sort of excess alcohol. I'm not really a big drinker anyway. And I actually have basically completely cut out caffeine. Um, I might have caffeine here and there. Like I don't want you guys to go on my story and see that I had a monster or, um, you know, coffee and think, oh my gosh, she's lying to us. No, I'm not lying. It's just, I might have that one time a week or one time every other week. I do have my Bomar nutrition nootropic like every single morning, but that only has like 70 milligrams of caffeine, which is very minimal. So caffeine was on the lower end, um, just to help with stress. And that also just helps with adrenal health. Um, and it took some time. And I was really excited because the second round of blood work, my cortisol went from a 19, I think it was 19.5, all the way down to a 7, <laughs> which is crazy. That's more than half that it improved there. Um, my progesterone to estrogen ratio before was at like, I think, a, a 3%, which is not good. And now it's at 47, which, you know, it's still not super great, but it's a lot better than 3%. That's for sure. My insulin was within a normal range. My um, thyroid was never really affected, but my thyroid still looked great. Um, my vitamin D levels went, looked great. I went from a 30 up to a 70 and you want to have like around 50, 60, ideally like around 60 and I was around 70, which, you know, it's a little bit high, but it was still like within a normal range. Um, and I think that's basically everything, testosterone and all my other sex hormones look normal. Um, and let's go into testing. So I specifically took my test around ovulation week, and then I took it in the morning around the same time fasted. When you get blood work done, you want to try to keep everything the same, especially if you're a female who is having consistent periods. So if you're having consistent periods, your actual sex hormones fluctuate throughout the month. And so you want to be able to get your blood work done where your hormones will be the same. For example, if I had blood work done on my cycle, it can completely throw off my estrogen progesterone uh, versus if I got it during ovulation, like when I did um, in my previous labs. And, you know, if you're trying to track your ovulation, I kind of talked about this in a previous podcast with Sarah 
Sarah Ford, um, I should say Bishop because she just got married, but we kind of talked about how to track your ovulation. There's so many apps out there. I know that a lot of women, unfortunately, aren't in tuned with their cycle, but that's okay because you can get in tuned. You can also take ovulation sticks as well. But what is super easy too is just count the days away from your period. So for example, let's say it was 21 days since your last period. If that's when you got your labs done, try to do the same thing the next time you get your blood work done. So that was a mouthful. I'm going to take a sip of water. You guys can take a sip of water with me. I feel like I've been talking very fast and this is a little bit of a complicated topic. I'm not trying to make it super complicated, but let's dive into um, some of these questions now. So first question, blood work. Is this the only way to figure out you have an imbalance? Like I said, there are certain things to pay attention to that I think a lot of people overlook. And a lot of this has to deal with your sleep, digestion, uh, and your, um, your periods, and also just mood. So encompassing this is biofeedback. For example, if your sleep is bad and you're waking up throughout the night or you can't sleep throughout the night or you wake up and you're still tired, um, that can be a red flag. If digestion is bad, if you're constantly going to the bathroom or you're, you can't go at all and you're constipated, that could be a red flag. Periods, if they are super light and you're spotting throughout the month, that can be a red flag. Um, on the opposite side of that, if your periods are really heavy and painful, that can be a red flag. Um, <clears throat> other things like acne and breaking out all the time. Um, mood swings, we're gonna take another sip of water. Mood swings can be another one. Um, muscle recovery, like if you're constantly sore all the time, just kind of feeling off. And I know that that's super vague, but like just feeling off, like something's off. If you're trying to lose weight and the numbers don't add up or like your calories are getting pretty low, your cardio is getting pretty high, you've been stuck in a weight loss stall for months now. Again, ladies and gents, not two weeks, months. We're talking months here. If you've been stuck, then I would say looking into blood work would be something that you can consider. And you can't like, for example, you can't be constipated and then just be like, I have estrogen dominance. You don't know. Or you can't say that you are sensitive to carbohydrates and your insulin is super high when you have no idea where your insulin is at. So again, you can't just jump to conclusions. Blood work gives you those answers. How to do it. There's two routes that you can take. So one can be through your physician if you have a doctor and then through insurance. Um, the frustrating thing I will say going through your doctor is a lot of times it's hard for them to order labs because they have to go through insurance and insurance companies can sometimes give um, doctors an issue when it comes to ordering labs. Um, but usually I think on an annual basis, most insurances cover routine blood work. And um, that would be, again, something that your insurance and you would have to talk to them about and you're, you'd have to order it through your doctor. And again, if your doctor tries to say like, well, you look healthy on the outside, be an advocate for your health. Be an advocate, stand up for wanting to get blood work done. 
Um, I really get frustrated whenever I hear physicians saying like, well, you look healthy on the outside. Cause like I said, you can look healthy on the outside and you can have a lot of bad stuff going on on the inside. The other way that you can go about it, if you don't have a physician is through, um, some sort of like independent lab. So I order all of my blood work through what's called life extension and I go under labs and then I personally order the weight loss one which focuses a lot on the sex hormones alongside of insulin, vitamin D, um, stress. So that's the one that I order. And then I actually get my paperwork sent to me, which has all of my lab information in it. And then I go to a lab, which they actually refer you to one. Um, On Life Extension, they give you a couple different labs that you can go to that are local to your address. I go to one, I bring them my blood work. There's um, like a, I don't know what to call them, maybe a phlebotomist or a nurse. Um, and they take my blood for me and then they send off my blood to, um, a place that reads the labs. And then you get all of your results back through email and also hard copy. So that's really easy. The only thing with that is you're paying out of pocket, which can be roughly around two to $300, depending on the kind of lab that you're getting done. What kind of lab did I get done? Uh, Weight loss panel, like I said, it had a lot of just like your sex hormones. Um, There's so many different panels too. Like it's not just weight loss. So maybe you go on their website and you see that there's a different panel um, based on issues that you're concerned with. Like you don't just have to get a weight loss panel. So that's just the one that I personally got. I got another question too, talking about no period for four years uh, and their blood work is coming back normal. So with this, there's a couple things to consider. One of it, one of these could be an over-exercising issue and low body fat issue because again, if your body um, feels like it's being in a high stress state with which the female body does whenever body fat's really low. and the amount of output that you're putting in your workouts or even just within your career can be too much for the body. And the other thing with your labs is it's not going to dock you for really low body fat percentage. So if your body fat percentage, let's say, is you know, even sub 18%, sometimes that can cause some reproductive issues there. The other thing to consider is a history with birth control. So if you're on birth control, and um, you just came off the pill, sometimes it takes a long time to get your cycle back. And, um, you know, that's definitely something that should be, you know, keeping your eye on. A book that I would look into is uh, Dr. Jolene Brighton's um, Beyond the Pill, because she does talk a lot about female hormonal health there and how to balance out your hormones um, naturally and also just through lifestyle habits. So I would look into that as well. But that was like the main questions. Again, guys, I just want to inform you all about blood work and the importance of getting it done. I think that a lot of people get kind of shunned in a way for wanting to get blood work when they don't necessarily, you know, quote unquote, look ill. But again, be an advocate for your health. And if you get a gut feeling that something is wrong, and this could be maybe you just feel tired every single day and you don't understand why. Or maybe you don't understand why you're gaining weight despite your calories being really low and cardio being high. Or maybe you can't lose weight and your protocols you know, are on the lower end. I, I hear you. 
And one of the most frustrating things to me as an online fitness coach is hearing some of these coaches saying, it's just about a calorie deficit. It's just about a calorie deficit. I've seen people eating 1,200 calories a day and they are eating um, you know, whole foods and then they're also exercising high amounts throughout the week and they are someone to where they're eating below their BMR and it doesn't make sense. And I'm telling you right now, if it doesn't make sense, get blood work done get answers because maybe it's not your coach. Maybe it is something internal going on. And then once they figure out that you are struggling with something hormonal, you'll be able to work on supplementation and make that better. But again, your coach won't be able to help you until you get those results. Again, I can't look at my clients and say like, oh, she's got estrogen dominance or her estrogen's too low or her cortisol's too high. Like that would be super cool if I had like see-through blood vision. That that sounds scary. Um, anyway, if I could figure out where their blood work was at just by looking at them, like that can that could be really helpful. But you should get be getting blood work. Um Utilize it if your insurance has it. Again, that's why you're paying for insurance is to get panels like this done. But I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. Again, here on Beyond the Bikini Radio, the only way that we can grow on iTunes is through ratings and reviews. And the best way that you can support this podcast for free is sharing it on your Instagram and tagging me at Nicole Fairy Fitness. So if you are enjoying this podcast, please share it with others. The more people I can help, the better. And until next time, guys, I will see you later. Hey, guys. On the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals. When it comes to getting more support towards your fitness goals, a lot of people look into supplementation. And when I get questions about supplements, I have to say that I fully support Bomar Nutrition. Not only does Bomar Nutrition have a bunch of unique products and are constantly coming out with new products, they actually pay for further testing. If you guys didn't know this, the FDA doesn't actually monitor supplementation. However, Bomer Nutrition makes sure that you guys are getting 100% quality and also 100% taste. If you guys follow me here on Instagram, you would know that I am obsessed with their vegan protein line alongside with their protein bars, Bomer butters, and their nootropic. I actually completely stopped drinking coffee because their nootropic gives me that extra kick in the butt and helps wake me up and start my day in a focused manner. So if you guys are wanting to shop through Bomar, make sure you check out the link down below and use my code Nicole as a referral at checkout.